Welcome once again to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and as always, I am pleased and I'm honored to be your host and your commentator for another of our commentary shows, one of the shows that we have up on air and online 24-7 here at www.centerlefttalkradio, one word centerlefttalkradio.com. Go there, find two links, press the first one, hit the first one, whatever, whatever the proper verb is, and you will find yourself at our podcast feed. This particular podcast, yes, the one you're listening to right now, will be the first on the list. And that will be, uh, obviously, what you'll do. You'll listen to it if you're so inclined, unless, of course, you are further inclined, differently inclined, more whatever. Uh, you would like to hear us in a rather analogish sort of way. Our radio loop is then your option. And that is the second link on the homepage where you simply, um, you know, Hit that link and you will pick up this show playing in a loop on a separate computer here in the studio at whatever point the show happens to be at that time. You'll pick it up, listen to it through to the end, assuming you really get interested, and hopefully you will. And if you want to find out why you got interested and what preceded it all, well, you're in good luck because what will happen within about three or four seconds of the end of the show will be the beginning of the same show, starting all over again and giving you a chance, like a kid at a Saturday matinee uh, in the Burke Theater in, uh, in the Bronx in the late 50s. Uh, you've paid your quarter, you've gotten in, there'll be two shows, two movies, maybe a third, at least one will be a monster movie. Most should be in black and white, and you are babysat for for the entire day. Uh, and you get to see the last movie, or the first one you walked in on, you'll see the beginning of it if you sit around long enough, and mom will be happy. Well, maybe it won't quite work out just like that. But you get the general idea. And of course, you can pick up Center Left Radio wherever you pick up your podcast. Just look for Center Left Radio. It is amazingly, mind numbingly, the first day of August of the year 2023. I'm remembering, I was having this conversation yesterday evening with someone, and I seem to recall. Was it last August where the temperature uh, and, and, and just the, the, the weather generally seemed a bit more spring-like than summer-like overall? That we'd, we'd had some heat in July, but August then suddenly seemed a bit more uh, temperate, as it were? I, I don't recall. But in any event, we are going into August um, with the insanity of July weather, kind of in the rear view mirror right now. Of course, we are in the middle of hurricane season as well. Uh, we have had none of any consequence hit 
uh, the United States, thank God at this point, but anything is possible in this ridiculous meteorological age we live in. Anything is possible with climate change, global warming, call it what you will, blame who you won't, uh, depending on uh, whatever you, uh, however you wish to politicize something which will deny and, and laugh at and basically mock political differences when it really begins to affect us all the more globally, universally, with no sense of political distinction or preference whatsoever, that being climate change. And of course, uh, but while political differences are possible, those who make use of those political, or, or adhere to that particular branch of the anti-scientists read all Republicans, mostly, uh, branch of uh, political thought on this planet now. Anyone going in that sort of quasi-fascistic, uh, the government uh, is, is us, and us is the ruling class, and the ruling class doesn't really want to have anything to do with things that'll distract us from making money, and what the hell, anything we do probably won't affect us at least as much as we think it might in our lifetime, so we'll let the next generation worry about it. That group. It's the same group, essentially, uh, that is in favor of wannabe dictators, in some cases real dictators, uh, that are electable within uh, the, at least the facade, the, the appearances of an existing democracy. People who shouldn't be in the democratic process but who are invited in read Donald Trump. And you would think... Again, if you're thinking about climate change and saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm putting it off. I'm, 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 I'm going to do nothing because I don't believe climate change is real and it's to my advantage to do nothing. One would think if that same do-nothing attitude were in place, one would imagine that the verver, the zest, the zeal with which these people embrace Donald might be a little blunted. In other words, they wouldn't be quite so crazed, so overwhelmed with passion for a guy who is obviously, well, you know, they got to know. He's a, he's a crook. He, you know, he knows he's a crook. Uh, this is, and it's a, it's a much more active thing. It's, it's taking action where none is required. It's, it's, it's adapting a whole series of beliefs where none are justified, where there's no, no, no tangible object of those beliefs. It's the opposite of the, 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 the core activity of climate denial, which is, which is basically part and parcel of the, of the lexicon, of the Bible, of Trumpians generally. But then again, it's, they are Trumpians. So you, you have to start somewhere. You start with Donald. And you start by embracing him. And you now, I think at this point, it's pretty obvious to anybody watching, keeping track, listening to what's going on, the reality of his legal situation is meaningless. 
uh, he basically the fact that he the fact that he did or didn't commit crimes of any kind are ap it's meaningless. The embrace is there. At least this is what we're told over and over, that no one can touch him and that DeSantis, uh, who's sitting with, uh, who's sitting, I think, according to a Quinnipiac poll, 37 points behind Donald at, as we speak, uh, doesn't have a, no, well, I, I, depending on who the commentator, doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell of catching him. And Donald Trump is the likely, uh, is the obvious nominee of the Republican Party. For, and, but the, and of course, then you take that and you run it against slightly more real things. Donald's not real. Donald is a construct. Donald is a grievance uh, is, is, is a massive protoplasmic grievance. There's nothing substantive about Donald. There's Donald's anger, there's Donald's revenge, but Donald is not in any way, shape, or form a candidate for the function of the United States presidency. He's there for the glory, for the power, for the self-aggrandizement. And, and his people know that as well. It's, it's, it, it comes down to really what, what Republicans feel is the climate equivalence within America and, and the status of America. America, they don't believe in the, the weather, shall we call it. America's weather report is disastrous. There, they see a massive change. There, they see uh, all hell breaking loose, the, the, the country falling apart. There's nothing right about it anymore. It has to be righted again. All wrongs have to be released, erased. Totally the antithesis of their reaction to the real weather there you don't do anything because it'll cost us money and we don't want, well, or Donald doesn't want to do anything to upset people. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure exactly how the mental linkage is set up. But with America, you got to do something, oh, really radical. And Donald is it. And Donald becomes the embodiment of all grievance, of all anger, of all antipathy, of everything that was ever wrong in your life, of all disempowerment. Suddenly he is the vehicle of empowerment. He's how I feel better about... He's the irrational, the irrational, angry father who will discipline everybody, and we love you. For it. It's every psychological mishmash ridiculousness you can imagine, and it's all embodied in a guy that is absolutely the antithesis of what I would think if you really got a Republican to talk about it. the antithesis of what they might have imagined a president to be or what a president should be, simply because they've all bought into the notion that presidencies, as we know them, are no longer relevant in a country that demands radical alteration, and Donald is the vehicle. Now, that's the storyline among at least 
of likely uh, Republican primary voters. Th th think of that. Think of that. That distinction. Think. Think of how how many layers are culled down or culled out in that quickly description. Likely Republican primary voters. Who? How many of those are there? What does that equate to in terms of the electorate? What does that equate to in terms of uh, the, the, the election? Where will these people be at that point? Well, again, two points, maybe three on that. This is a small subset of the American electorate. That's 71% who at this moment, based on only two indictments, one federal, one state, uh, coming down on Trump, either one of which will give him jail time, and both of which clearly, especially in the Mar-a-Lago case right now, clearly, clearly have enough to put him in jail. I don't care if 71% of Republic, likely Republican primary voters believe or will say to a pollster, no, 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 we don't believe serious crimes were committed. We don't believe it. It, 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 no, I don't believe it. Why would I believe it? Are you an attorney, uh, excuse me, ma'am, sir? No, no. But I, 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 I just know. No, well, and if you were, if you were to drill down and say, why do you know that? Well, in the end, it would get down to because Donald says so, or someone speaking on Donald's behalf, or someone knows because Donald. Well, Donald just. Well, he. It does. It's, if it's Donald, it wasn't a crime. That's what it will always come down to. There is an irrationality. There is an admitted disconnect. And, and the disconnect, a lot of people say they can't, people, people just can't see it. Yes, they see it. Donald is held aside, what, and, and he is held out of the, out of the consequences that would be uh, coming against anyone else who would have done. If someone else had done what Donald had done, I think this would be an interesting question. Ask one of those likely uh, Republican uh, primary voters the next time some pollster is out there and say, what if you had done precisely, what if you had a big place in South Florida, what if you had been, well, maybe not even president, but what if you had taken classified documentation and then lied to the government about whether or not you had returned it. What would you be, would you be subject to some kind of consequences? And I will lay you a bet on this. I, 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 I am, I am, I'm confident about this. Turning this to anyone but Donald most Republicans, even most primary voters, would say, well, yeah, yeah, the, the, uh, oh, yeah, I mean, there is law, you know, and, and, and there are consequences for doing stuff. But you see, Donald is in a category by himself. Why is Donald in a category by himself? Because Donald has set himself up as the embodiment of the anger, fear, grievance, and everything else of this Republican Party. 
And where he isn't the, the embodiment of anger, fear, and grievance, he is the object of pure fear because of his control over the, the base, this, that 71% number saying we support him because we don't believe that he's done anything criminal or no serious enough crime certainly to prevent him from being president, that, that's the number that rings in the minds of people in Congress, of people in state legislatures, the belief that if you go against Donald knowing full well that he's a crook, and that he's going to be convicted. But if at this point in time I were to say something, I would most likely be primaried and I would at least lose my ability to run because he can throw people in to primary somebody out in an extreme districts in the country, in extreme MAGA-type districts. That he's shown that he can do. What he's also shown is that he's a bloody loser it's, it, 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 it's a tra the results of his support when it comes to actual elections, local and state and national, is a sheer disaster. He can't pull off elections. By all rights, he, we, the Republicans should not have the House of Representatives right now. If the Republican Republic, if the New York Republican Party, where DeSantos breeds from, had done anything correctly, there would have been those three additional or four additional seats flipping the Democratic way, and we wouldn't be dealing with the travesty at least not the worst of the travesty that we're having right now. We wouldn't have people pulled in day in and day out uh, trying to find some linkage between Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and proving that there's a Biden crime family and just going on a witch hunt and the, and the, uh, and, and, and the weaponization of government rather than being rather than the false statement about it being uh, that was what preceded Donald will be shown to be nothing but what it is. It's the present tense efforts of the, uh, of the Republican Party to just do anything, find anything. They can't legislate. They can't do what they, were, what they were essentially elected or hired to do. We can make trouble. We can run interference for Donald. Because, well, today especially, on August 1st of 2023, we are waiting, we expect, since the grand jury did not meet last Thursday, today's a Tuesday, we expect the biggest shoe to fall. The biggest shoe to fall. What might that be? For, the, for history and for the ages, folks, it is the, the primary, the first level of indictment against Donald Trump for the January 6th, 2021 Capitol insurrection, for the riots at the Capitol, for the insurrection that was attempted against the United States government, for the effort to overturn a just and fair election, for everything that Donald and his cronies did. Today, most people who have been watching this for quite some time now, watching it since before January 6th and certainly watching it for every minute after that and watching the hearings that took place over two years ago now, the, the House hearings, 
the, the, the brilliantly conducted, but, but the somewhat limited because of the, the, the number is many, for as many Republican allies of Donald that did show up and testify and made ultimately compelling cases against Donald for everything that he had both manufactured and controlled leading up to and following January 6th. They didn't have the deadly subpoena power available to a Jack Smith and the Department of Justice in doing what he and it have done in what he did is so far, well, with the low-hanging fruit, the documents case. And today, August 1st, 2023, I, I, we said this on the last show, we said this last Friday, uh, I, I thought I was willing to bet. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I don't bet. I'm not, I'm not betting against anyone now. But I was willing to bet that by uh, guess. Uh, well, we we thought we 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 would have seen an indictment come down by now. I am just about as confident as I was last time around that we'll see a, an indictment by the end of the day today. The grand jury is meeting. There have been uh, federal guards uh, who have uh, an additional number of guards have been going around the courthouse. Uh, there have been all sorts of signs. Reporters are staking out. There have been all sorts of pundits who have connections to the Department of Justice knowing something from somebody. And it was last Thursday looked like the obvious date. Thursday came and went today would seem to be the obvious date. Instead of, instead of getting the, in, the indictment on Mar-a-Lago on the January 6th, I'm sorry, instead of January 6th, we got an additional superseding indictment for the Mar-a-Lago documents case, essentially adding uh, uh, another, another uh, suckered uh, Latino uh, sycophant uh, into uh, in Trump's circle, uh, who was also part and parcel of we got to do whatever the boss wants to get rid of the stuff here, and giving firsthand information. Uh, the fellow who was indicted uh, doesn't have a South Florida lawyer yet. That's a lot of BS. Of course, he's not going to have one. It'll slow down the indictment. The idea being this being Trump and this being the only strategy, the really real legal strategy he has because his defenses are crap. There is no defense. Basically, slow down, slow down, slow down. Maybe it'll get so close to the election. Maybe by some miracle, uh, it'll be said, well, it's too close. We have to hold this off. To after, And then maybe by a miracle, I'll win. And even if I lose, basically, I'll restart the 2020. Uh, you steal the, it was stolen then. You're stealing it from me again. And somehow, some way, I'll get out of this, says Donald. That's the basic notion. For that to happen, of course, the, 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 the number of bizarre uh, things that would have to congeal in Donald's favor <coughs> wouldn't, simply be, wouldn't simply involve the January 6th case. It would involve everything having to do <coughs> with the other three indictments that are coming down. And, 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 I, and, I, and, I, and I've gone through this this process before, I've, I've, I've spoken to you about this before, but, but it bears repeating. Everything you're hearing throughout the media 
is about, well, these are the two big themes, the two Donald-related themes. And, and here, look, look who we're talking about in, in the midst of Joe Biden's success in the presidency with the damn good stuff that the, that the Democrats have passed, much of it in a, in a, uh, in a bilateral way, using all sides of the aisle have been involved in the rebuilding of America and all of the, uh, the, 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 the money that's being pumped into the rebuilding process that's now finally getting off the ground that was passed some time ago, but of course it takes a while before all the money finally starts hitting the different projects, the, the reconstruction projects, the infrastructure projects that are so desperately, desperately needed throughout this country to take us to finally rebuild stuff that was, well, in the case of water and, and electricity stuff, stuff from the turn of the 20th century, in the, in the case of much of the water systems of a lot of cities, 19th definitely. Uh, so much of our roads, basically uh, a, a mass effort being made during, during the Eisenhower or just around the Eisenhower administration for the interstate highway system, the bridges that were put in. All of this has gone untouched largely and is falling apart and needs to be structured. We need the entire internet infrastructure. We need an electron, we need a, we need a rail infrastructure. We, we are in desperate need of effective infrastructure. And the Biden administration has basically put that together. It's for the entire country, not just for Democrats, not just for Republicans. It's something for everybody, and it's coming to fruition. But talking about it is hard. It's hard to break through the wall of Donald. And of course, that's by design. So, so that's where we find ourselves. But remember, any one of these cases, any one of the four indictments, that turns, that returns a guilty plea. Uh, not, well, there, there may be a plea, but any one of them that, that, that convicts Donald, okay? Uh, any one of them that does that will come with a sentencing. And any, if it's a plea, if it's a jury finding, and, it, if, if, and they're all basically airtight, and it's four to one, just all you have to do is win one count within one of the four cases. There are so far 73 known counts that are out there. Any one of those in either the documents case or I believe in the New York case would get him into jail for at least a year or two. Again, because Donald has no criminal record, remarkably. He has, he has a criminal trail a million miles long, but he's been able, by, by dint of you know, the, the, the dual legal systems that we have in this country for the rich and for the poor, basically get himself out of legal trouble and then just pay off whoever he has to pay off on the civil side and just keep going, keeping his confidence going, keeping his narcissism going, keeping his, his clinical behavior going, and regrettably keeping this almost inhuman capacity the guy has to smell fear in others and to exploit it for his own purposes. To, to be able to exploit fear as well as he does tells me, and I spent several years 
I've told listeners this before over the years, I spent several years working in an inpatient psychiatric facility a number of years ago, but you remember these things. I know what it's like. I've known patients who basically were highly skilled in being able to manipulate the fear and the anxieties of other. I know, I know how that works on a clinical basis. And invariably, in every single case, the ability to manipulate the fear and anxiety of others was based on an incredible quantum of fear and anxiety within the manipulator themselves. In simplest English terms, it takes one to know one. And Donald knows fear. He knows fear like no one else knows fear. He smells it. He eats it. He breathes it. It is what draw. It's it is the fuel that has. Been, it's whatever has taken the place of his soul. His or maybe it's it's eaten his soul. We don't lose our souls. That's the energy packet. But is it is this totally infected energy packet running this body that currently has the soul of what is now in this lifetime Donald Trump. Basically, that the, the, the corporeal expression of this soul is something called Donald Trump. And that, that energy packet is working under the most aggrieved of circumstances. It is working with an excess of anger and fear, and it's building up to a level of both that is, and, and because of the resonating effects of his words and the way he's able to affect other people, driving him to go deeper and deeper into this constantly uh, sort of evolving, but really very much the same playbook, only amplifying, amping up the games, the plays that are available. How, how big a lie will I tell this time? How much will I try to get people frightened this time? How much more can I turn them against this one? How much, how much can I, how much hatred, how much revenge, how much, how much can I keep them and, and how much can I express all this and keep them in line with me? Because I must convince them of my fear. My fear, my anxiety is it's all changing. It's changing. It could change in a way that will hurt me in ways I can't imagine. And the only way out of it the only way to protect me is to destroy the system that would attempt to otherwise destroy me. Now, to be able to do that, I need the support. I need the interaction. I need the apparent empowerment of some powerful group of people. Well, I found the Republican base, and I smelled that they were ripe to help me do this long before, back in 2015, 14, I smelled fear and anxiety in the local Republican base and in the what became the, uh, the primary voters of the Republican Party. I smelled a way to get to them and, and, and exploit 
what basically had not been exploited by any means to its fullest potential by any other Republican candidate, and which had been overlooked, basically, by the Democrats. And I was able to draw out this fear. Then I, and I, and I won an election. Amazingly, Hillary somehow gave me those three Midwestern states that should have never been mine, but I came out of it with a win. I lost by three million popular votes, but I won the electoral count. Now, it went the other way against Joe Biden. I lost by over eight million votes. And now I am an indicted Felon. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not convicted yet. I'm an, in, but I'm indicted. I am an accused criminal. I will, I, I say this with, with great confidence, I will lose at least one of the four cases. I will lose at least one of the four of them before the election. And I will be receiving a, 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 a sentence. I will not be available for uh, for, for either uh, the presidential election or most certainly not for January 20th of 2025. I will not be available for inauguration. I will be spending my time most probably in a federal lockup at that point. Now, my, once I'm in that lockup, uh, I, I will not be, uh, no, I will not be on Truth Social. I will not be on any internet. I will not be communicating with anyone. I will be basically incommunicado like every other federal prisoner is. By the time that happens, this will happen before the election. And, and, I, and I want you to think about this. By the time I am, if I'm Donald, by the time of my incommunicado uh, episode, which may very well be for several years, what do you think will be happening within the realm of Republican politics? What will happen to Republican presidential politics? Will my name stay on the ballot? Knowing, knowing, that there will be the, 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 the ridiculous, assuming, by the way, this is all assuming that my name makes it onto the ballot in the first place. That's not, that's not, that's not a fait accompli yet, folks. Please, please understand that. I don't care what it looks like today. This is everybody's fear. Eventually, there'll be a greater fear superseding that one, and that will be that Donald isn't available, that under no circumstances will he be available. Then if you want to see fear, Stay tuned. When the realization that, well, we'd probably have to go break him out of prison, you know, to, to get him elected and then get him, uh, and then, well, we, we, no, we're not going to wait until, we're not going to wait until Donald, we're not even going to wait until the election, we're not, and we're certainly not going to wait uh, till January 20th for inauguration. No, we're going to declare Donald uh, the new, well, we can't even call him president anymore. We're going to declare him dictator by fiat. Who is going to declare him that? To whom are they going to declare it? And under and what will the circumstances be that will be reflected in that declaration? Because that's what will be left. 
There will be, not only will Donald be above the law, not only will anything that he does in the terms of criminal activity no longer be declarable as criminal, no longer will he be outside the law for at least this 71% of the Republican uh, primary voters. Again, that takes you down to somewhere around 18 to 20% of the, of the electorate. There's always, we've said this countless times, somewhere between 20 and 30% of the electorate in this country that would pull the plug on our democracy at any given moment. That is part and parcel of a democracy. The trick is that particular group never has the vocal structure or the power built in that it currently has because of the complete reworking of the Republican Party under Donald. Okay, but this is an emotional state. It's, it's basic, it's built on emotion. It's built on fear and anxiety. You go ahead and take that, re and you change their reality. You take, you take what is otherwise just grievance and MAGA, red MAGA hats and going to, to rallies and, and yelling, anti-woke, down with woke, and you take all that, and one morning we turn around and we say to these people, guess what? Donald's not available. He is reporting to a federal prison. Uh, you will be, you could, I imagine, if the Republicans want to basically have a convicted felon serving time, completely incommunicado, sitting in a prison cell, and if this is what you want to vote for, well, go ahead and do your best You've lost the independence. You've lost a substantial number of regular Republican voters. He will lose abysmally under those circumstances. He will probably pull like a second-term uh, Reagan or a second-term Nixon and win 48 or 49 states, or lose, well, in his case, lose 48 or 49 states. What, what you can, I, I guess, I don't know, the Republicans can keep him on the ballot. Or, I imagine, uh, they could go to the next highest uh, uh, polling person, <laughs> the ever-lovable, the, 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 they make cuddly dolls modeled uh, after him, Ron DeSantis, about as enjoyable, as, as, as about as, as appealing as a, as a tarantula. And, and well, well, we'll run him. It's all we have. And who, we, who do you run as his running? I don't know. Uh, geez, I wonder if uh, buh, 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 is uh, Paul Manafort available as a running mate? Uh, uh, maybe Mike Flynn. Uh, I, 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 you, you know, we'll run one of those. No, 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 no. Let, let, let's leave Donald on. And Donald loses. And, 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 of course, then, uh, then uh, somehow in a, in a message from prison that somehow is, 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 is uh, secreted out from Donald's cell, he says, uh, I won. It was the other side along. I've been president since 2020. I am being held here against my will, against your will. I am serving time to save you. It's, it's you, and you must do something. Save me. Get me the hell out of here. Break out of, do something that will make them let me out. It, 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 will, it will, at some point, all of this is building up 
to an ultimate statement of illegal activity, a, an ultimate insurrection against the structure, the very nature, the very core and heart of the United States. All of this is finally coming down to a pure choice between Donald and America. We have been saying this for years, years. You can't have Donald and America. And because all Donald knows how to do, and please, if you're Trump supporters, you know I'm telling you the truth. He'll double down, double down, double down. When it gets to the point that the criminal justice system finally says to him, that's it. You are about, you, you, we have just removed your personal freedom. You're going to prison and you're going to be there for a few years. Now, you could be there for the rest of your life. But it's, again, it'll depend on how many cases he loses, how many counts. It could be everything. He could, run, he could run the table in the ugliest of ways and find himself with 10, 15 years of, uh, 20 years of prison time. It depends on how this plays out. It will be substantial. When you add up the four cases, the fourth being the Fannie Willis case uh, down in uh, Fulton County in Georgia, there's a fifth that might be coming up out of Arizona independently as well. We're hearing rumblings about that. But when you add this all up, Donald is off the field for a while. If the Republican Party is going to continue to hold him up as more than an entertainment and just put him on the ballot because we love his story. When he is finally imprisoned, a decision will have to be made by these Trump supporters. You know, with the red hats and the running around and saying, I love him, he's great. And the Biden, well, they're a crime family and they're whatever, all that crap. All the bullshit. And Donald will somehow get the word out. You've, I've done this for you. Here's what I need from you for me now. I am suffering because they can't get to you. I want you to get me out. I and, and, and then someone somewhere, some group, I don't know, leaderless probably because the main, the main leaders of many of the crazier groups, but the others will come around, are going to have to think through this or react to it. I, maybe thinking isn't the issue. Reacting is the issue. What do we do to, to hold, how do we continue to embrace Donald when he is quite literally unembraceable, unembraceable because he's no longer there to be embraced. What do we do? Well, the, I, I challenge anyone to give me a scenario. How do you give Donald back his power within anything resembling America once he has been convicted, sentenced, and incarcerated. How do you do it? Well, you don't without destroying America and declaring Donald some kind of czar, king, ruler, uh, you know, monarch, uh, uh, dictator, uh, uh, you know, fuhrer, I, name it. But you can't have America 
and Donald. You can't have that fantasy. This is the huge danger that the Republicans have unleashed upon themselves. This is what the weak need idiots who back when, uh, back, you know, when, when McCarthy and, 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 and uh, uh, you know, Mitch uh, were both just within a day or so of the insurrection the next day, it's Donald, Donald did this, he created, he brought it upon all of the blah, 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 blah. And within about a week, McCarthy is down in Mar-a-Lago kissing his ring and changing his entire tale. And there have been countless inflection points since then when Republicans could have easily said, that's it, we're out of here. If we only get together and work our way around this, we can simply say to the electorate, that's it. He can never primary every last one of us. But we have to do it. We have to combine forces. And everybody was too damned frightened and basically too damned insecure and too under his spell and too looking over their shoulder to do what their oath of office demanded of them. And here we are. We're, we're coming towards the end game the Donald endgame. Where does it go? Uh, it, you care to, I, again, I, I throw out the question. Convict him, sentence him, put him in prison. How, do, what, what is the reaction of the base? It's wrong, it's terrible, it's horrible, what could they do? They, we're going to have, a, there's going to be a civil war, blah, 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 blah. What's for dinner? What's that, what else is on TV? Who else will show up now to continue the Donald story? How much will we buy into this madness? Who will rush in to fill the vacuum? Josh Hawley, uh, 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 you know, uh, will, will, will Ron DeSantis become the new face of the Republican Party? Or will the moderates suddenly reassert and say, look, that's it. Enough of this crap. We've had too much of this already. We've, w this is it. We are... And one way or the other, the effective value of the Republican Party as a political institution will be and is at this point, but, but we just don't know it. It's running on life support right now. It will be so devalued that it may take a generation or two or three before it becomes an effective player. But how will it become an effective player? And frankly, we've said this before over the years, we need a second party that is an effective player, not a pure insurrectionist, uh, you know, uh, bomb thrower, brick, brick hurler. We need to allow rational heads to prevail because America does, has, and will, for the foreseeable future, if its structure is to remain in any way familiar and recognizable, in any recognizable form like it is right now, still is, still is, it is a, it is a centrist, largely, country. We move a pendulum both ways. We've watched the pendulum in this situation go about as far as you can push the damn pendulum without basically knocking it off its pivot and destroying the whole damned clock. That's it. Now, there'll be a decision to be made by all those Trump supporters. I, it won't be a tough one for any of There'll be this sigh of relief and there'll be victory parties and there'll be all kinds of crap. But I would also, I would, I would suggest against that.
I would suggest against gloating once Donald is convicted, sentenced, and incarcerated. Don't gloat. Talk about rebuilding the country. This, this is what Joe Biden will be doing. Joe will be talking about healing the country. Now, we, 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 you, can, you can imagine that there will be a whole bunch, well, they, it, it never, it shouldn't have happened. He didn't do anything wrong, no matter how much it happens. But keep your eye on what they, not what they say at that point, what they do. Keep an eye on, the, on, on who might try to do what. I'm not sure what you do. Yeah, you could try to take down the Fed. I don't know. You have another insurrection. But the, 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 the military will be ready for that. You, by the way, may find yourself, we may find ourselves elevating the role of the military domestically to a point that we might not otherwise want it to be elevated. That's always been a problem in this country. But it depends. There may be a blip once Trump is basically off the playing field. But the more important thing is that there be an immediate, immediate effort towards reconciliation. Finding a place for all people. Yes, you had the Donald show. Yes, it was a false statement of what we are. You see where these things end up. We don't want this to go any further. We need to work together for a better country. All those things that we do and say so well in America. And we will begin our own process of healing. And we will be a beacon to the rest of the world. That, wow, look at what they went through. Wow, they, even America can change. Even America can, can, can survive or come away from Donald Trump and elevate itself. That the greatness of America can come, that can come forward once again. They can do it. We can do it. Now, is that how it's actually going to work? I don't know. I don't think anyone knows at this point. I, I, I have my hopes. I, I hope. I want to believe that our better angels, that, that, that the sheer weight, the sheer force of, of fundamental goodness in this country will overcome this need to hyper-elevate grievance and anger and hatred that the realization of what it is we will lose, that what we, what we won't have, will overcome the, the urge to basically destroy that which has taken away a fantasy. And that Donald will be recognized for the fantasy he is. We're, we're going to be getting a lot of this playing out in the trial. Facts and reality are going to get out there. Much of the, the storyline that, uh, that so many have, have depended on within the Republican base is going to be dissipated. During these trials, Donald is not going to have free reign of the airwaves as he has had in the past. There will be orders preventing him during that time. From that point forward, Donald's ability to command and demand adherence based on his, ver on his fantasies will no longer be the force they are right now. That will change. 
And the, and the reason for the insane level of, of, of wacky things, the accusations, uh, tell Biden that he can't bring up reserves to send to Ukraine. He's, he came up with some kind of crap like that. The total lies, absolute, absolute pure gibberish but lies and, and telling, you know, tell them that the Congress uh, can, must, I want you to tell the Congress that they have to withhold uh, all future payments uh, to Ukraine until Ukraine produces all the information on Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and their illegal crime. Fa this is the stuff he was, he, he was impeached for this. And it, it, it's that level of insanity. It's I'm, I'm doubling and tripling down because that will make you love me all the more. That makes me seem all the more powerful that I actually have the coyones to go ahead and do what I'm doing and doing it even louder and more forcefully and you will love me and care for me. You get the idea. This is, this is all going to go away. And, and the, 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 the MAGA base is going to wake up with this massive emotional hangover and wonder what comes next. Well, either at the most fundamental level, it will be either America or not America. I believe, I, I am hopeful, I have every reason to want to believe, and I believe, I believe in the MAGA people. I believe that they can believe. I believe that we can come past this relatively quickly because it is a dumb-ass show. It's the Donald show. It's a fantasy, and it's something we simply have to let ourselves get past. The, the proportionate number of people who are willing to pull the switch and turn democracy off, that number really hasn't changed. It's always there. It's the level of influence, their voice, their force, and the willingness of moderates to say, this is our country. This is how this place is supposed to work. Th that's what I'm counting on, that those voices within the Republican Party will once again elevate and become predominant. And that the, the otherwise very firm principles, I don't know, haven't always agreed with them on a, on a policy expression level, but the, that the principles of the Republican Party will come to the fore again. National security, uh, 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 righteous, righteous behavior, uh, legality, law and order in a true sense. You need that force. You need, you need slightly louder voices that way, which will ultimately be tempered by more liberal voices on the other side. That's the nature of America. But we need that give and take. We need that balance so that we find ourselves roughly governing from the center, edges of it, but not where the pendulum is right now. This is an experiment, it's close to, to pre-Civil War in, in, in terms of the sentiment of a small, keep that in mind, small part of the country. But we can change it. And it really, really, we really begin, the end game begins, I think, today with the January 6th indictments, which I assume between now and this time next week, certainly by Friday, with two, that would be two meetings of the grand jury, Tuesday and Thursday, August 1st and August 3rd. By the time we have our Friday show, by the time David is on air with me again, we will be talking about the contents of 
the January 6th indictment and who was or wasn't indicted along with Donald. This is the beginning of the end game, the Trumpian end game. And, and, and we're going to have to watch this very carefully. And we're going to have to encourage our better angels, call out our worst angels, point out the insanity of trying to take this country down for the sake of a, of a, of a failed game show host who basically has, uh, has wedded his fears and anxieties to too large a chunk of the countries, identified, got them to identify with them and understood their political force, but really hasn't changed the fundamental numbers, just the expressions of the people within the numbers. And people are going to have to grow up here. Republicans, the, everything but the crazed, are going to have to grow a pair and take their party back. And they know it. I'm not saying anything they don't know. We're, we're entering that phase of it beginning today, I believe, assuming the indictment comes down this week, most certainly. And when all those facts are really out there, when they are expressed in criminal indictment terms. Let's see. Let's see what changes, when it changes, how many people truly, truly understand what, the, what is at stake here and, and when people will begin to finally wake up, what it will produce in the course of this election, what it will produce in the course of Donald's sentencing and, and incarceration, how all of this is going to play out. How will we heal? How will we reintroduce hope and shared aspirations and expectations and visions of America to the broad broad level of the American electorate, the American people generally? How will we once again project America in a positive, rational way to the world? Chapter one, coming up. After a little jazz.
This is Richard Gazer. You know, it takes lots of time and effort and all kinds of resources to produce the kind of quality program we produce here at Center Left Radio. And it costs money to do it. Now, if we screamed a little louder or thought a little less about what we were saying, we could probably get a few advertisers to pay us to sell their products to a more tribally predictable audience. But that's not who we are or who you are. You come to Center Left Radio for non-commercial, thoughtful commentary. You're looking for an honest, progressive approach to solving America's problems, not exacerbating them. And we're committed to providing all of that. We're one of the few stations offering full-time, non-commercial, progressive programming. And we're the only station, the only one, doing it with a combination of hope, politics, and that most eloquent of all original American art forms, jazz. Think of it this way. We support your needs. Now we're asking you to support ours. Take a moment and go to our website, www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com, and go to the donate page. And when you get there, give whatever you can. On a one-time or maybe a recurring basis, $5, $10, $1,000, whatever you can contribute to make center-left radio's unique progressive voice stronger and even more significant as the full extent of the wrongdoing of Donald Trump and his associates becomes all the more evident. And as we seek to hold the House Democrats accountable for the promises they made to the American people during the last election. Yeah, you know what's at stake. And I know, we all know, we can count on you. On behalf of all of us at Central F Radio, thank you. You've been listening to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and thank you once again for being part of today's show. The last chapter, the final chapter, the, it's a long one, of the Donald story begins today. This is the one where reality meets the fantasy, where the charges for the worst of what he's done become real, and the consequences are spelled out. How far will his followers go to preserve him as a functional fantasy?